Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Jupiter? I hardly know her! <laughs> <laughs> the verb to Jupit is my new favourite thing. I like this tile. I think we can do something with it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's figure out what on earth the, the verb to Jupit is. Um, as yeah. we head into our Myths and Legends uh, episode, we'll be pitching some uh, Myths and, and what, Legends And what uh, is movies. it that you are duping when you do it? <laughs> Joining us to uh, pitch some mythological and legendary movies, we have uh, Jahan Ranasing and Dave Bulmer from the Serious Disney Podcast. Welcome back, folks. Hello. Thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, I hope this means that the last time we were on, it was good and that people liked it. Because <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't, then you've made a huge mistake by asking us back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did excellently when we pitched the new Disney Princess movie last time. Ah, uh, Blinded. Blinded, yeah. yes. I'm surprised they haven't optioned that one um i was, I was gonna say i hope i hope this episode is less about eye gouging than the last one was, <laughs> but can't, i can't make any promises but we're talking about like myths and legends like that's yeah. all about eye gouging <laughs> they they loved eye gouging back then yeah. so uh, we'll see where it goes it was the number one pastime really yeah 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 well, I'm, and they didn't have PlayStations back then, did no. they? So what else were they going to do? Yeah, it was the, the the rate of eye gouging went down like precipitously when in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, the, uh, the convention E three, the E stood for eyes, <laughs> and the and three stood like, for those three. The three stood for those three fates or whatever they were. We had only one. Yeah. Eye. <laughs> Yeah, they pivoted away from all that when the PlayStation came around. <laughs> but anyway, that's something that I'm sure Dave will cover on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're doing that next weekend. Well, eye gouging. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole episode about the eye gouging epidemic yeah. that was going on just before the PlayStation. No, oh, no we're, doing an, we're doing an episode about the eye gouging about the eye gouging epidemic that went on between me and Chris moments before the recording of that episode. <laughs> it's just this. God, just this, a, ow. this episode. This episode is turning out to be every bit as much about eye gouging as, as the last one was. Dave, say something else. Oh yeah, hello. I'm on this as well. Do, do, do. Uh, but the thing is, I'm on this quite a lot, so that's not yeah, a, any are. kind of surprise for them. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, this time you're just a vessel for Jahan delivery. <laughs> More or less, yeah. <laughs> that's how I think of Dave. Yeah, I mean, yeah that, that's, that's the role that I play in anything I'm, I'm on with Jahan, really. <laughs> My role on Serious Disney is owner of microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. No, I, I identify yeah. with that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What you are, Dave, is an excuse for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're the credits you're at the, the end. 
<laughs> this, this podcast was brought to you by Jan Ranasing and owner of Mike, Dave Bulmer. Yeah. <laughs> I think they usually call those producers, but I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Jupiter, I hardly know her, was uh, given to oh, us yeah. by Riley on Twitter. Thank you, Riley, for that uh, for that title. You got in touch with us on Twitter. You can find us at Life's a Pitch Show on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. So before we move on to Jupiter, I hardly know her, let's get on with some honourable missions. Whoa. That'll do. Good word. That'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll blooming do. That'll do. Uh, so from Tierney Glass, we've got King Arthur the Aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I mean that just right. That's just written itself, hasn't it? Yeah. She writes in in brackets, and I said, "Hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day!" Right, <laughs> Arthur from the show, Arthur. Yeah. yeah. Is a bear, right? What? No, he's an aardvark. He's an aardvark. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's not a very good drawing of an aardvark. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. not, he's not even slightly a good drawing of an aardvark. No. Like, but I he just is thought one. he was a bear. Well, that's that's completely flipped everything on my head. Yeah, he's got, like, human features <laughs> rather everything than a on big, long sort yeah. of yeah. snout. But as we can judge from both that and uh, the raccoons, people yeah. in animation don't know what aardvarks look like. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because I was thinking, like, after oh, the aardvark wasn't, that a puppet from the kids CBBC channel? No, that, that was, was Otis. Otis, Otis. Otis. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I thought mm. it was a confusion between the two. Who Otis looked a lot more like an aardvark. He yeah. did. Arthur. He did. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, the, the the puppetry world does know what aardvark does know what yeah, an aardvark, but yeah. not yeah. the animation yeah. industry. No, yeah. they have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they were looking at when they made the designs of the raccoons <laughs> but yeah yeah wait yeah. do they have different aardvarks in canada what that are pink that look like yes yeah. <laughs> uh i've never been to canada and seen an aardvark so yeah <laughs> I've, I've consulted with canadians over the oh, in my time yeah me too but not about aardvarks I feel like the subject of aardvarks has come up in my conversations with Canadian people. Do you really? Yes. Yes. That's a tremendously very... specific that's... memory to have. Yeah, that's <laughs> quite a coincidence that those two things have intersected in just the way we need. <laughs> and based on my knowledge and based on the, the, my correspondence, no. That's... Yes, they are pink and they run a factory, correct? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. King Arthur the Aardvark, right? This is very fitting for a King Arthur Knights of the Round Table legend. Some of the Knights of the Round Table, like, we've not seen King Arthur for a while. So they go up to his bedroom and there's just an Aardvark there. And they go, oh my <laughs> good lord! King! You've turned into an Aardvark! <laughs> and the, the Aardvark's just like. Eeeh! Because that's know. what they sound like. Yeah, yeah that's what they sound like, Aardvark. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that, no, the king, who's just like, you know, behind his changing screen or whatever, just didn't understand why they said that. And he goes, <laughs> But they're like, well, that sounds like an Aardvark. So, yes, I guess the king has turned into an Aardvark. So they, so they grab the Aardvark. They, they grab the Aardvark from the king's chambers and lock the door because they're like, there's no one else in there. King Off is like, why have they locked the door? Just in his underwear, just like what the fuck's going on? They now have taken this this aardvark, 
that they put a crown on it. There's a lot yeah. of bonkers shit that happens in King yeah, Arthur's true, Legends, yeah. right? So it's just like, oh yeah, loads it's, of it's stuff just, going on. At this point, this is quite a late on in the in the Arthur yeah. in Arthurian legend. They're just like, yeah, <laughs> All the, the king turned into happened. an aardvark. Fuck it. All the but, legends that we know about have already have already happened. This I is like, one of the lesser known yeah. ones at the end. There's, there's and then also... king, the real King Arthur just starves to death in his room. And that's called La Morte d'Arthur. I, I kind of like the idea that, like, because, you know, Arthurian legend has a lot of that kind of, like, being sealed away for hundreds and thousands of years and, like... Becoming you know, an aardvark, yeah. All yeah. that sort of thing, right? Uh, becoming an aardvark, those sorts of things. I kind of like the idea that, like, Arthur's too, like, positive. You know, as, as the world starts to move from being, like, it's Albion, it's a happy kingdom, to, like... Yeah. Now we got to go on like crusades and wars and invade places uh. and stuff, right? I think that Arthur is too positive and like a, a nice guy, right? Fosters <laughs> too much community, and right. so um, like there's a, there's some scheming people who want to who yeah. want to rid themselves of him, right? So they like they they like essentially cast him forward in time in some some dark ritual oh. so that they can maintain an evil political empire. That's uh, taking which... a real genre shift. I thought you were yeah. going to say they kill him and replace him with an aardvark, well, but no, yeah. apparently they, they send they, him forwards they, in time. They, they, they kind of kill him in that he's reborn thousands oh. of years later in, in, in a different <laughs> animation <an> style. <laughs> <laughs> As a and, child, uh, and thereafter, <laughs> it's just three. It's just two or three episodes of Arthur back to back, and then we don't we don't have to spend any money on yeah. that bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those old Bugs Bunny compilation films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, With a really confusing live action intro. But, like, <laughs> but here's the thing: what if we do? What if we do a Roger Rabbit, and we have oh. Merlin have to go forward to the oh. Arthur universe? Okay, yeah. As a re- as a live action person in Arthur yes. having oh, to go like Arthur him. you're the king I need yeah. your I need you back in Camelot Christopher Lloyd yes yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they've replaced you with an aardvark and he's like I am an aardvark no they've replaced you with yeah. an aardvark <laughs> well no we would need to put this all together from existing footage of Arthur episodes yeah <laughs> like so we would need to find lines <laughs> no, so. and bits of dialogue that yeah. can we can pit, you know, piece together with yeah, Christopher Lloyd's live action. Yeah, we just superimpose Christopher Lloyd over the clips. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he, look, and he has to keep turning around quickly to match the camera <laughs> changes. <and so. laughs> it's been done. Christopher Lloyd has done such a thing. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever played the point-and-click adventure game exactly. Toonstruck? Exactly. That's what that is. <laughs> I think that might be why I thought of him. But yeah. also just... in Who Shot Roger Rabbit? Who shot Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Roger Rabbit? Rabbit. (laughs) Who shot John F. Rabbit? (laughs) Yes, he is. But there he's one of the live-action people. And it's cartoons in a live-action world. Whereas Mm. we're thinking more of a live-action person in a cartoon world. Mm. Yeah. Uh, And when uh, I say live-action... Yes, yeah, Yeah. more like Space Jam. No, you're right. That's a a better, less obscure... Depending on what the balance is in Space Jam... Like, yeah, because I don't have not having seen Space Jam and having increasingly increasing reasons not to bother seeing Space Jam <laughs> as time yeah. goes on. I don't know if the backgrounds are cartoon or real. Yeah, in that yeah, yeah. the they're backgrounds most, are cartoon. Yeah, they're mostly oh, wait, cartoon on. Right. So yeah. the so the bas- the premise is that the basketballer ends up in cartoon land. So 
Christopher Lloyd goes after Arthur the Aardvark, which is now King yes. Arthur, sent through time into yeah. <laughs> the, the episodes Arthur of universe. Arthur. Yeah, into yeah. To episodes of Arthur. I do. You're looking, Tom, Tom. Listeners, Tom is looking pretty, pretty like beat up about this. This is the best idea we've had in a long time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think my idea of, of the Knights on a Round Table just confusing King Arthur for an aardvark. That's 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 still happening. On yeah, the other side, we're going to cut back to that. Yeah. Oh, Merlin right. tries to go okay. And get... cool, cool, cool. So we're yeah. going with both ideas then. That's yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Exactly. No, it's the great. same idea. It's one idea. We're uh, we're cutting back and forth between the, these like yep. hapless ra- knights of the round table, kind of being controlled into toward war by these like th- by you know Camelot Jafar. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, sold! You didn't you didn't pitch the idea of Camelot Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's his name. You uh, yeah, that's a character's name. name. <laughs> who's playing Camelot Jafar? Um, well, I know who's not playing Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know, it's a long list of people who could play it, but fortunately, there is one person in the world who has ruled themselves out as being completely incapable of playing Jafar. So we can start. Via process of elimination, with <laughs> not him. Should I be looking up his name while you keep who, going on? Who's who's not playing Jafar, Jahan? The guy who played Jafar in the live-action Aladdin. Ah, yes. right. I get you. I get you. <laughs> uh, Jafar, in that fine. case, then. Well, I, I meant to say that Jahan's mortal enemy, but I accidentally called him Jafar. Not for the first time. <laughs> Fortunately, Jahan loves it when I accidentally call him Jafar, so I can always get away with it. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Now I um, remember his name, Marwan Kenzari, and look, I'm sure he's a perfectly nice human being. Oh yeah, he's. Sure. Not. He's not camping up he's, for you, is he? He's not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a very good idea about Camelot Jafar. At some point during the film, Camelot Jafar <laughs> just accidentally gets swapped for an animal as well. <laughs> so, like, he's he's just he's talking to his minions, and they just go the wrong way down a corridor, uh, where they encounter an animal that just joins them in from a side corridor, and they think. <laughs> They just keep talking to him, and Camelot Jafar is off doing something else. Yeah. He's now the, the story branches off again. Now, well, yeah. Camelot Jafar you know is off doing is. some other thing. Yeah, Camelot Jafar t- like bends down, bends down to tie his shoe. Yeah, I like the idea that because there's an established precedent of Camelot Jafar turning into animals, that every time mm. they see an animal, they just assume it's just their assume boss. It's him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You know who's replaced Camelot Jafar? Who has? It's DW. <laughs> from Arthur. Yeah. Just another Aardvark. Great. Yeah, the yeah. sister from Arthur. Or do yeah, you yeah. mean, do you mean the cartoon character? <laughs> the cartoon character. So we've got, we've got a realistic Aardvark with a crown on, sat yeah. next yeah. to uh, Guinevere, who yeah. is increasingly confused about what the hell is going on, and then yeah. in walks Cartoon DW to replace <laughs> Charles Barkley. Well, and this is one of those things like, you know when in Power Rangers, 
they needed to come up with a reason why characters from other seasons were in it. That's what we've yeah. done here. We've we've come up with the reason why DW enters the frame sometimes. So now we can use more footage. This is going to yeah, be yeah. so confusing for anyone who hasn't seen the, the, no, the animated series Arthur. No, it uh, isn't. Because <laughs> no. we're gonna this pitch might, but the film won't, because we'll write it really well and we'll be really yeah, yeah. good at oh, selecting the. No, but I'm I'm talking about this pitch. You know the podcast. That's I have why to I. That's why I gave you the gift of me saying, "Oh, you mean the sister of Arthur from the <laughs> yeah, cartoon yeah. Arthur?" I, I appreciate that. I do. Thank I'm you. All, good. I'm, I'm I'm happy and and grateful that you're you're you are aware we're doing a podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, for the benefit of audience members who don't know Arthur the film is as I said going to contain footage from about two to three entire episodes of Arthur so they'll be up to speed by the end of the movie don't worry about it and for listeners who aren't familiar with Arthur Arthur is a mythological king of England (laughs) (laughs) I I'm still stuck because I want to... Who stars to... in a cartoon where he has a sister called DW. <laughs> I just Sorry, want to watch, I really just want to watch, you know, uh, that bit you, that you've described, Johan, of like those three episodes of Arthur, except yeah. that it's got our Merlin just going like, huh, huh, just like turning around <laughs> constantly. He's you know, not, like... not really reacting otherwise. He's not involved in the story. <laughs> He's just going, oh, Every, oh. every time the camera switches to somewhere else, <laughs> Just goes, like, <laughs> turning from side to side in surprise. Like when people turn to one camera to the next in the studio or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just going, oh. and, and on top like of reacting this. with increasing alarm to the incredibly <laughs> mundane adventures of Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where he's learning about bullying or whatever. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We don't have Christopher Lloyd. But this would be a really funny video for one of us to just make of ourselves. <laughs> I've got a green screen and long hair that will be amusing when I spin around. I might do this. Please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a guy trapped in an episode of <laughs> This might be my first TikTok. It could be, yeah. <laughs> just, so, just someone who's very patently aware that they are not where they should be and yeah. surprised by every every occurrence that happens in this very mundane place in terms of the king arthur stuff that mm-hmm. shot in the style of this new film called the green knight which is a very dark like <laughs> arthurian legend very dark gritty stuff and then we cut to the space jam arthur stuff and then and then part way through it's it's it, like we're just dw walking around just we've cut parts of her out from the show <laughs> arthur and just sort of have her appearing. Yeah, she's obviously she's obviously in like old sd format and everything yeah <laughs> She's got like artifacting and stuff yeah. from, the, from the change from the upgrade to HD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we just released this under the title uh, Arthur's second movie. I assume he's had a first. <laughs> no, you know what? It's funnier if he hasn't. Arthur's <laughs> <laughs> second movie. I think the subtitles for this should be called Knights of the Wrong Table. <laughs> All right, hey, we pitched something. Hooray! Yeah. Cool. So, from Phil Walters, we've got Jason and Knuckles. 
<laughs> Jason and the Argonaut. No, nope. just nope. Knuckles. Just Knuckles. <laughs> Which this this means this, the, the, like this this tells us the story. Yeah. Jason has lost the Argonauts yep. and found Knuckles from, from, well, he's, from he's, Sonic and Knuckles. He's trying to seek the Argonauts. This is a prequel. He's trying to seek the Argonauts. Because he wants to find the Golden Fleece, but to do that, he needs an Argonaut. So first he has to seek the Argonauts, so he's taking <laughs> Knuckles along as his crew on his ship. Oh, and Knuckles well, yeah, has a little but... radar that, you know... Yeah, because it, 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 it blinks when he, whenever he's getting closer to an Argonaut. An Argonaut. Yeah. And depending on, like, when in Knuckles' life this is, yeah. either they're in a set order, and so you can learn them if you do it yeah. again. Or they this just is, come up randomly. This yeah. is the prequel, but it's also the third uh, in the trilogy. You have Jason yeah. one, or just Jason. Jason. Yeah. Jason two. Jason two. Jason and Knuckles. three. Oh. And Knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> or is or, or is Jason Jason and three Knuckles. Jason and Knuckles. Is yeah. Jason and Knuckles just what you get when you plug? The, the, the Jason and the Argonauts VHS into the top of the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge. <laughs> that is the deepest cut. They never, yeah, they never advertise that on the box. But if you plug your videos in, you can play as Knuckles in classic films. <laughs> you just—it's like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And Knuckles. You just put, you put the video, you put the video in, and then you put another video in, and it pushes the other one back. Into a- <laughs> Sorry, what, what version of the line the witch in the wardrobe did you have? And how did it well, work? <laughs> it just, like, you know, you'd expect that other video to have come out the back of the VHS player at that point. You've, like, pushed it all the way in, and, like, it, it's. What? It's, it's like what? the wardrobe. From oh, the witch in the wardrobe. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, I thought you had a weird video of Line the Wardrobe where you could just push it all the way through a VHS. <laughs> well, I did. I did have a video of, of Line the Witching Wardrobe that I could have pushed through a VHS player. It would have just broken the VHS player there. Yeah. <laughs> so does this work with any movie, then? <laughs> if you get an old VHS player... Yeah. Put them into the Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's like yeah. Jurassic, Jurassic Park and, and Knuckles. Knuckles, Gone yeah. with the Wind and Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles. Um. Kramer versus Kramer and Knuckles. But I, I reckon we're, we're pitching a movie in which Jason is going off on a, a kind of Odyssey-style adventure, yeah. mm. sails off the wrong through the wrong sea, and yep. ends up like in Mobius in the in the Sonic verse yeah. on the yeah. floating and, island, and meets and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and meets Knuckles. Yes. But then what? And I, I think I think the setting for this movie should be Greek myth stuff, right? Yeah. Right. I think Knuckles should be essentially in yeah. the the world with all the Greek myth stuff in it, rather than us pitching and having to use intimate knowledge of the Sonic. I know at least one of us has intimate knowledge of the Sonic universe, yes. but Jahan, most people don't. No. Please don't bring any <laughs> Sonic knowledge. <laughs> On the other hand, I don't know. There is. There is precedent for Sonic appearing in mythological like <laughs> settings, and it's always been crap. It's okay. <laughs> Sonic is not going to be involved in this. This is a Knuckles-only joint. Yeah. And it, okay. And, and now I say joint. It might even be like a janky stop motion. Well, that, that was not fair. Harryhausen stop motion is only janky because we've seen CG now. Brilliant stop motion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Of a Knuckles figurine like that might be how it's realised. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Voiced, I, 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 don't, I don't mind imagining that. Voiced by the one and only Owen Wilson. What knuckles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wow. don't know that he's exactly a knuckles type. I, I just gotta <laughs> just gotta protect the chaos emeralds, man. While I agree like... with the fact that he doesn't strike me as a knuckles type, uh, he he really surprised me in uh, Loki. Like I didn't I didn't yeah. realize quite what his he's, range he's was. Tremendously yeah. charming. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah. So he might be a brilliant. He knuckle. can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, let's cast him in literally anything. He can, he can do anything <laughs> up to and including knuckles now. <laughs> Could you imagine if if the Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out and Knuckles was voiced by Owen Wilson? Look, <laughs> like, frankly, it could happen. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really there's, strong chance it could happen at this stage. There's no reason that that couldn't actually happen. Yeah. All um, right, quickly. So, in one minute, what does Jason do with Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> um, he. I don't know anything about Jason the Argonauts other than they're after a golden fleece. His his land's been taken over by an evil king. I think that's it. That's it or something. Yeah, I don't and know. Can't... So Robotnik. Yeah, Robotnik. <laughs> yeah. And and the fleece is made of rings. Rings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. Like a like a male vest. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We're yeah. playing out the Jason and the Argonaut story, yeah. except that instead of the Argonauts and the, and the Golden Fleece and all that sort of stuff, we like have that Knuckles and Robotnik have come to like Greek mythology town. Yeah. And we have like. When you say Greece. Greek mythology town, that you mean town. Greece. The town I mean, where that was set, I mean, yeah. fictional ancient Greece, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and I think, like, what we're trying to do is kind of have those moments that, like, oh, you'll only get this joke if you've, you know are intimately familiar with the story of Jason and the Argonauts. And Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> also Sonic. Yeah. I'm sure that Venn diagram is almost an eclipse. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I think, like, you know, because it's like, oh, we go go down into Poseidon's Poseidon's world down there, mm. and it's making the noise of like oh, the, the drowning the, noise. The drowning noise. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Does Knuckles drown? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Knuckles drown. <laughs> well, look, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and and so like I think Robotnik has like insinuated himself into you know uh, Argon, you know the yeah. the, the, the city state yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, the catalog shop um, that he likes to go to, and, <laughs> and started making all these you know these robots and lasers, and, you know the sort of things that yep. that Robotnik, that Robotnik does. does from time to yeah. time. Um, and uh, and and like so he's got all these like. You know, almost Spartan-esque soldiers who are, uh, but apart from they've just, they're mainly robots. Yeah, and they've got little bunnies in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, they're all powered by tiny, tiny little rabbits or what have you. Hijinks ensue. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, I know what it is. It's that whatever the story of Jason and the Argonauts is, whatever the scenes that they, like, that they go through and the things they encounter are, in this version, they're all fine and it's all really easy because Knuckles just punches everything hard with his big fists and knuckles. Mm. And, and can fly. And can uh, glide, and glide, but all right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, like, they've just got a, a more more of a skill set available to them than he has with yeah. later in his life with the Argonauts. So he shouldn't have bothered and he should have just taken Knuckles on the, on the second quest. 
I want to. I want to tell you about the fact that what what what, uh, what Wikipedia has to say, or at least at least what Google has to say about um, the plot of Jason and the Argonauts, yeah. the movie from from 1963. Yeah. Because it says just it's like yeah, he goes off on a voyage with a few of Greece's best warriors, and then it says on their perilous journey, the heroes fight a hydra, a few harpies, and uh, a skeleton army. That's a uh, that's a poor synopsis, Wikipedia. I know. Yeah. You'd think that by now someone would have edited out the bit where it starts with Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> But Still, the, the, the exact wording is they fight a Hydra, a few harpies. <laughs> I reckon Knuckles can take all of those. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alternatively, right, what? we just get the footage of Jason and the Argonauts yep. and just add the Knuckles sprite yep. bouncing around. <laughs> Uh, looking as though he's taken out a few of the skeletons defeating everything (laughs) like a screensaver what we've learned is that Jason and the Argonauts is new game plus of Jason and Knuckles and he just goes through (laughs) the same things but it's harder Yeah, yeah, yeah. because Knuckles is no longer there. Because you don't have Knuckles Knuckles Knuckles. to help. Will there be like a repetitive looping rap song playing through all of the film as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's let's say that that's what Jason Knuckles is. Zip that right there. So those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who gave us titles this week. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show there. You can give us titles any time of the week or we ask for specific genres on Friday. So you can get your titles in there. And who knows, maybe we'll be pitching your titles next week. It could be you. Remember that? Remember that from the lottery? Yeah, from the lottery. Do you remember? Do you remember? Next week, the star of the show could be you. Good night. Remember that from the first series of You've Been Framed? (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely more like You've Been Framed than National Lottery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, no. we don't... don't tell them that because they on You've Been Framed they gave everyone like fifty quid, didn't they? Two hundred quid. Two hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. Was it that much? Yeah, I think so. Bloody hell. Yeah, no, don't compare this to you've been No, playing. you're not this getting 250 quid Real for a rod for your life. You're not even getting 50 quid off us. <laughs> <laughs> so we now move on to our final major pitch, which is from Riley, who's given us Jupiter, I hardly know her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Does anyone know anything about Jupiter? I had an immediate idea. Oh, oh good. Give us. Well, Jupiter is, is like... Now, I know that, like... Roman and Greek mythology are basically the same, aren't mm-hmm. they? With different names for the more or less the same characters. Yeah. yeah. And Jupiter is Zeus, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Zeus Zeus is a real tool, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's all he's always screwing yeah. with people yeah. and he's always messing around and with women all the time, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Most of the like, time, yeah, yeah. So this is look. What I'm pitching is not necessarily the film they make today, but if they make, if this film was made in the 80s, yeah. what this would be is Jupiter, the god of what you know, like the ancient god has been the king of um, gods. Yeah, he's been the king of gods, and he's been having a bad, you know, he's been doing all this bad stuff and messing around with all these ladies, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. So he's punished to live like got a. 
Go down to New York and become a career lady and learn yeah! valuable <laughs> learn valuable lessons yeah. about what it's like to be a woman in the real world. Yes. It's not so easy, is it, Jupiter? Oh, right. So who's playing the female version of Jupiter that he has to be? And What's is it someone from the 80s? Yeah, I'll, let's I'll, let's oh, say this is a oh, film from the 80s. I, yeah. I, I was going to go with um, uh, flipping what, uh, Miss Congeniality. Was she, uh, oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, That's yeah. Not a bad I, I was yeah. going to suggest Sandra Bullock as well. I think Sandra Bullock would have done this kind of film in the 90s. Right. I think She's so. a bit too legit yeah. to do yeah, this. Yeah, 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 you're right there. <laughs> I don't know that you would make a modern version of this. No, <laughs> no. I don't know that you would. No, you definitely I wouldn't. Think, I don't think you would make this post-2000. Mm. So let's think <laughs> pre-2000. She'd, she'd have been 20-something 20, 20 in the 80s. She was born in uh, sixty four. Right. So, but if we're if we're doing an eighties version, we can surely come up with an eight a more eighties specific star. Hmm. I don't know who could. I, 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 I all the thing is, I also in my head thought of Sandra Bullock. I just think it's her kind of movie. Then it's yeah. just we we can have Sandra Bullock. We can do that. And the, yeah. and the thing is, like, we it doesn't rigidly need to be made in the eighties. It could be made in the early nineties. Yeah, we could Sandra yeah. Bullock at different ages. Like, yeah, I think this is possible i think we can get Sa- i think we can get sandra bullock for this as long as we <laughs> time travel to about 1990 we and frankly we can scoop her up before she's big before so she hits it we big, don't even yeah. have to pay very much for her we might destroy yeah. her yeah. entire career actually ah uh, that well no what we do is let's try and get her just after speed but before she does speed two pitch her this mm. b- instead of speed two. Yep. So then, uh, even if this is really bad, it's not going to be as bad as Speed 2. We can film it in the 90s and then just take the footage and not release it. We've paid her, obviously. Yes. Br- bring it to now, edit it with all the modern technology and all the uh, uh, now sensibilities yeah. and release it now so um, people get a blast from the past but without a load of yeah. horrible nonsense. And use, and use her name to sell the film, even though the contract that she signed was before that that pulling power was there so what you're saying is let's swindle sandra bull let's swindle sandra button that, that's the new name for the film we've, uh, <laughs> we've developed that all right so okay so sandra right. bullock plays jupiter a, a go-getting young executive yeah yeah or well put, well, put into the body of a go-getting no, no, I don't know. Like, no, she's the go-getting executive, but Jupiter is put into the body of her. Or yes, yes. I see. And, yeah. uh, does she so, already exist? Is she uh, already a go-getting executive, mm. or is Jupiter just created whole cloth as a go-getting executive who walks into her first job? So I think we have like the other gods uh-huh. sort of trick Jupiter. Like, is it like is it Bacchus, the Roman one? Um, who's He's like the, the, the god, wine, of, the god of wine? Sounds like, like a tricks one. Jupiter into getting really, really drunk, mm-hmm. and yeah, then yeah. while while Jupiter's out, they 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 tr- tr- you know transfer the godly uh, powers away and cast them down into into this mortal yeah. body. Yeah. I okay. really love the idea of Linda Hamilton playing Hera in this. Uh, who, do it. Okay, sure. Um, I mean Hera. Is the Greek one? I'm not sure. It, Hera was Zeus's wife uh, in in the Greek myths, who was constantly just like, "What you doing, Zeus?" Like, oh, so how does a... how does she feel about this whole situation? Well, she, she becomes she probably... the CEO of this uh, of this magazine that Sandra Bullock now works for. Apparently, she's called Juno. Juno. Oh yeah, Juno. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah. 
Juno, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Juno. Juno. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are other are other gods present in this reality? Yeah, yeah. Or are they just are they just watching over and like Right. If other gods are present, then I get to have a John Lithgow god. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm having it. I'm having well, it. Well, he can be the baddie. The right? god yep. of John Lithgow. Yes. What's the what? Who's the baddie of Greek myths? Roman. Oh, is it Roman? Oh. Yeah. 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 Jupiter about is the yes. Roman god. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are the same. They are the same. They just because Romans what's, have no good Roman ideas version? for themselves. Oh, like, so one is the Super Sentai to the other's Power Rangers. It's mm-hmm. basically yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing, but it's just repurposed and changed the name. So what's the um, Roman version of Hades, then? Roman version of Hades. Pluto. Of course, Pluto. Yeah, the bloody planet names. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, John Lithgow can be Pluto. Yeah. He's, you know, look, I know that, I know that the whole idea that, like, Hades and the God of the Dead is the bad guy is yeah. usually portrayed as like a misconstruction. Yeah, but this is the 80s stroke 90s. We didn't really exactly. listen to that yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, That's it. Well, you know, so, we did put the conceit forward that we could try, given what we know now. But if we want to just miss that, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could, you could make a mortal villain, right? Like, you could definitely okay. have, like, a... Um, you could have a John Lithgow god because John Lithgow's there... To steal Jupiter's power, like yeah. okay, there's, there's like yeah. a cult that knows what's going on. They yeah. they've come yeah. here, and I, like the idea being that like all the other gods, right? They've conspired to cast Jupiter down, yeah. right, for yeah. being such a knobhead, and <laughs> <laughs> and that is and, how they describe it throughout the film. Yeah, that's their motivation. <laughs> and what they've done is they've got Apollo. Right. What a chicken! <laughs> with a, uh, yeah, um, with a little camcorder going around filming <laughs> what's going on. Right. They they've made it so that you can't see, um, you can't see what she's doing from yeah. the, the heavens. Right. Because sure. if you could, then his wife would be able to go and get him. Mm. You know, like yeah, and interfere. And yeah, exactly. You you don't want anyone yeah. else interfering, right? Um, so whilst in this vulnerable state, no gods can see them apart from apart from Apollo, who manifests as like I don't know a, a you know a teenage bicycle messenger to this sort of like yeah. go getting business businesswoman in in New York. And oh, so she's so Apollo's helping her out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this okay, sort yeah. of a uh, a side character? Yeah. But he's of course like unreliable. That's the thing with Apollo, just you know constantly eating, unreliable teenage trope, 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 trope. Uh, zooming yeah, around yeah. all over the place. Who I don't know who we want to play uh, that, but it could be any of the teen stars uh, of the time. Of the Did you think of saying constantly eating because I've started eating these hobnobs in front of your face? I just had the idea of, you know, Wally West or like, you know, various versions, the Flash or Sonic or anyone who goes fast tends to eat all the time. And it'd be Yeah, no, unreliable. you're right. It, could, it should be Sonic, you're right. <laughs> 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 I wish I'd never, never heard that name. Um, <laughs> we're, so we're not, we're not going for any, uh, of the of these young up, up, upcoming actors. We've gone for Sonic the Hedgehog. What, what like? <laughs> and the, I think we guy... should throw the original movie Sonic a bone here because he got fired from the film. I think that this should be oh, his God. comeback film. Yeah. So the pre-redesigned movie mm. Sonic. So, so, so you mean? <laughs> 
So you mean Ben Schwartz, the actor? No. No. Nope. We mean Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> the one with You're... weird teeth. The one with <laughs> the one with human teeth. <laughs> the one with human teeth and small eyes. And the thing is, because he wasn't uh. in Sonic, we can use this as part of the marketing because we can go and introducing Sonic the Hedgehog with weird teeth <laughs> as and little eyes, yeah. yeah, as Apollo. Mm. We are as a bike messenger. Well, I, yeah, love... I, I feel like in in God form, Apollo is Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, with human with teeth and teeth. tiny eyes, um, <laughs> but but when he's down on on the ground in New York being a bike messenger, I think it's yeah. Will Wheaton, okay. Team Will Wheaton. <laughs> okay, yeah, because oh, he's still wow. a team, okay. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, yeah. Or yeah, all right. Or he's, yeah, you know, 80s, we, we might be yeah. in the early nineties here, but he's a, he's of an age where he can play a team. So yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, stand um, by uh, me. Okay. He'd done that already. So what's John Lithgow's plot? What's his scheme? I think, I, I, yeah, I think he's, I think he is again another executive there at at, at the firm, but has he's such a sleazy executive, isn't he, John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, absolute... oh, oh, so anticipating what was going to be done to Jupiter and wanting to screw with it, he has preemptively gone down there and become the 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 CEO of this company that Sandra Bullock is going to be working at. So, like, we find out it's, it's... him. It's a twist. Yeah, it's the but 80s. it's part of his it's trick. Gonna be, it's going to be a fashion magazine, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like because the other gods have set Jupiter up for this just to sort of have an experience of like this is what it's like to be a woman these yeah. days, and it's not you know you'll see from the other side of things what it's like to yeah. face all of this you mm. know mistreatment and all that, and they think it's just going to be a standard issue like. You're gonna have your ideas stolen from you in meetings yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, John Lithgow slash Pluto has positioned himself as the boss of his company, and he's going to get her killed. Ooh. Yeah, to try and Bloody to try hell. and take over the 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 yeah. The, 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 if she you know. dies, if she dies as a mortal, <laughs> then she then dies. She dies in real Not life. Just fired, yeah. killed, <laughs> like, killed, full yeah. on killed. Well, yeah, of course, but of course, killed because she's more like yeah. Jupiter is mortal mm. temporarily. Now, yeah. This is his opportunity. But you know, to but take you know over. the mistake he's made, don't you? He's what? mortal as well, isn't he? Because he's yeah, coming into the body yeah. of this. Oh yeah. So okay. they fight to the death. Yeah. Like, I think I think we might be. Yeah. Um, John Lithgow I... and Sandra Bullock fight to the death. <laughs> and a twenty-five-year-old tw- Sandra Bullock <laughs> fight to the death. Uh, all right, I'm, ta- I'm taking bets. Um, the battle royale we've all wanted to see. I think it's. Is it? How? What can we do with the fact that? Jupiter is god of the sky um, and is sort of like of thunder and that sort of thing. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Of... The fashion magazine is called Sky because the Americans won't know about Sky TV, so it won't be a of course. confusing yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just oh, know. I, I was thinking it would be called Olympus. Olympus magazine. No, no, that's Greek. That's Greek. There you go, oh, see? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Sky magazine then. That's fine. Yeah. That's just the yeah. <laughs> uh, And her fashion line that she eventually designs yeah. can be all Thunderbolt based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Okay. Um, is she going to have a, is she going to have a love interest? And if so, what does she learn from that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because that's, that is, because what we're doing here is Jupiter is experiencing 
the realities of what it is to be a woman in the 80s. And those realities, yeah. if I remember correctly, are you get a job at a fashion magazine and yeah. you have a romance <laughs> plot with, yeah. I don't know, whoever the actor is at the time. Who was the yeah. actor in like the late, the end of the 80s? Who would that have been? Harrison Ford was one of them. Oh, yeah, could be. Um, He'd be a Tom bit Selleck. old, though, wouldn't he, by that time? Here's something, all right? What? So um, Pluto, yeah. right? Has has created this like toxic workplace environment. Essentially, uh-huh. it's yeah. very sort of. I mean, I mean, he didn't have to do much. Boys club. Yeah. He didn't have to yeah, do much because it was the eighties. Exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah. it's it's very much. Yeah, it's it's very becoming becoming more and more prominent the more he spends time there. Hmm. Presumably, yeah. um, and I think maybe like, ah, uh, oh. in this case, like I I th- I think Jupiter like. Should still right. Jupiter's mo is messing with women, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> why would that change at the very start here? I think Jupiter's love interest is also a woman. Okay. Okay. And and so not Bruce starts Willis, out then. starts out being starts out being a very sort of um, similar thing of like going in and sort of like negging her and like sort of being a bit of a shit. And like, yeah. and then over the course starts to realize what it's like to be, you know, the risk on the receiving end of that from well, everyone else. Because I was thinking like in terms of a d- another way to learn that lesson, that mm. there would be a male love interest right. at the company. Mm-hmm who seems like they're the nice one. Uh-huh. And, you know, for the first half of the film, you're led to believe that, oh, they're the nice one, and she's starting to have a relationship with him. But then he comes in and steals her idea or something. Oh, like that. Yes. Or, 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 yeah. or, like, does some kind of bad thing and is actually like, uh, actually, Ends I'm up. just I'm just like all of the other men. Well, and, I mean, yeah. You know, Bill Murray's a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> and... And then that, in that way, he learns the lesson of like, oh wait, is that how I've been treating women? Yes. Like that time yeah. where I, mm, you know, I where, like I tr- where I where right where I tricked someone into having sex with a bull or whatever. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you know like, all that. You know what this, she says. This is Sandra Bullock says. You know what? This is just like that time I tricked someone into having sex with a bull or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I like I think I, I, think I like your your version better. I think that that, that cause, sells. Because there could definitely be like, maybe there's and maybe there's a woman, another woman there at the company who Sandra Bull- Jupiter slash Sandra Bullock is initially just as inclined to disrespect and pass over mm-hmm. as any of the men are yeah. because that's that's her cultural background. It's like you know, it's like so this woman tries to befriend jupiter on the first day she's there yeah. she's like oh whatever yeah, yeah i don't yeah, care yeah. about you what You're- and then after she's been screwed over by this guy who she thought was the good guy she realizes oh she look actually back i have a you were the friend that i needed all this time you tried to reach out to me on my first day yeah. And actually, you have great ideas, and you've been put through the same process that I have. That I yeah. now have insight into. Oh, and then so, when they all return to being gods, she gets the job of being the CEO of the magazine, and now she gets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. So, exactly. So the thing is, the thing we have to resolve though is how are we going to oh, uh, resolve the god thing? This is so. This is so formulaic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how we get it sold. But like, yeah. it's just, 
it just just piecing this together it just makes me realize god it must have been easy doing one of these films back then like it must have been so easy yeah you like just need just to play falls, to expectations. It falls completely into place. Yeah. <laughs> I've um, got some casting ideas. So, the guy that screws her over there is either Bill Murray, or if we want to go younger, um, Ferris Bueller. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Mm. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, mm. that's not... Mm. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I, yeah. I, I think it's Bill Murray. I think, firstly... Yeah. If we're doing eighties, the the age gap has to be there. Oh, true. Um, <laughs> yes. That's yeah. True. Um, and also, Bill Murray, you know, he, he like Groundhog Day does the asshole mm. routine, the flip between asshole and routine. It's just backwards in this case. Yeah. yeah. I the thing is though, I don't think you could necessarily. I think it's actually hard to play Bill Murray as like. The guy who initially appears to be Prince Charming. True, we yeah. need to be fooled by whoever it is. No, I, I kind of like I, I kind of like uh, Matthew Broderick here. Wait yeah. a minute, the answer is the answer is right there. Who is the the guy who made his name in as like the the clean cut face of rom coms before kind of pivoting later in his career solely into playing like cads and assholes? Oh. Hugh Grant. Oh, mm. oh. of course. Mm. Yes. I honestly Very thought good. you were about to say Mel Gibson. And, <laughs> no, that's and, too, too real. <laughs> and I can imagine his Britishness being um, being seen as the reason he's in a fashion magazine uh, yeah. Yeah. position. Yeah, yeah. and also right. being a very good smokescreen for his you know heel turn later on. Um, yeah, because mm. I like I like Hugh Grant is so good playing assholes now. Yeah. Yeah, he's great at it. So I think I have how we like unseat Ju- uh, unseats Pluto here, right? Okay. So Pluto's at the very, very tippity top. The awards for fashion magazines or whatever, the the big interviews, the big, the big who's gonna be at that catwalk show that they need to get to is gonna be there, right? Yeah. Mm. And they're selling them they're selling these ideas as to how to cover it. These these kind of like I don't know, I it, it's kind of hard to do with a fashion magazine, but it's like the approach to this, which designers we're going to be focusing on, all that sort of thing, right? Yeah. So Hugh Grant has stolen now, uh, it, or, yeah. it, like, or you find out that he has pitched Sandra Bullock's ideas yeah. to the for the, the, for the for the new Thunder fashion line. Yeah, 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 absolutely, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But he's only pitched it like in a in a short pitch. Yeah. So what they do is uh, Sandra Bullock and um, Will Wheaton, because he's super fast and stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. They switch out, like, the ideas, the, or the actual... The presentation material. The actual presentation material for yeah. some other worse stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that, because he doesn't understand those ideas, right? Yeah. And, it, and it means that, like, that she can't present the thunder the, the line that she was going to present right because yeah. he's already pitched it in short right yeah so that's that's trashed now yeah she has to come up overnight with, with something better mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. in which case she she has this uh like she she works with the person she'd spurned before um yeah. and uh in doing so like makes pluto look an absolute fool when this thing goes ahead right um, i'll tell you what i'll tell you what this fashion line is <laughs> it's it's 
it's a fashion line celebrating womanhood. That's what it is. It's like, yeah. it's, it's an inclusive fashion line for women of all shapes and sizes because he's come to respect them so much. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's a fashion line based on his own understanding of like, I get what women face and I want to make a fashion line that's inclusive for everybody and etc. for all creeds and colors and shapes and sizes fashion line <laughs> um. so we end up with this moment where like it's not a fashion magazine screw that it's a fashion design yeah. place yeah we keep right? skipping yeah. from one to the other we keep having a fashion magazine where ultimately the goal is to create a fashion line <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it is it is a fashion house and yes, it is. um yeah. so you end up with this like oh, but they can uh, have but the fashion house can have an in-house magazine so that we can have a sort of the comedy sidekick character, you know, the Hollywood yeah. from Mannequin, sure. can be someone who works on this magazine. You have this this scene of this versus catwalk thing where one line is against the other line and it, it becomes quite clear that, like, because of the stuff that they've kind of slipped into... Um, uh, who did we say it was? Oh, Hugh Grant's um, yes. portfolio. This is all, it's kind of silly. We get that moment where, you know, yep. I don't know, Hugh Grant's coming out leading the thing because he's also attractive and therefore a model. And he comes yeah. out and he's like wearing a ridiculous hat and he's dressed as a big piece <laughs> of meat. And like, you know, he's... <laughs> You know, as you do. <laughs> as, just, as you do if someone had pranked you to make uh, to make the next big thing. Oh, I um, see. Right. So uh, that, yeah. Okay. I see. All right. And then, so, but how do we get to from this? How was John Lithgow planning for this incident to lead to Sandra Bullock dying? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, I really don't know, if I'm honest. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, maybe maybe it... it's just, maybe it's just the fact that if... The, the deal is not that Sandra Bullock has to die. It's the fact that we just take that away. We have the thing be, if you don't learn your lesson, if you don't succeed in, in, on Earth, then you are not good enough to lead the gods. Okay. Yeah. And, so but what it, we'll but choose we someone can, else. We can use all of that. If, if you're not good enough to succeed at our thing, which is to learn your lesson, then you don't get to come back and be a god anymore. You'll just be trapped as Sandra Bullock. Meanwhile, John Lithgow... Yeah. Not only does he want to make that happen, he's John Lithgow. Sorry, he's not. He's Pluto. So he <laughs> just does want to kill her if he can, just because that's yeah. the kind of guy he is. So what it is, is that she's going to be the final model in the catwalk scene, right? Because you can't have a right. big scene like that without the protagonist being a central part of it. So she's going to... She's dressed in the final costume and is going to come out and do it herself. And he's just set up a trap. And it's going to happen in front of everybody, so it's going to be humiliating. Um, that you know, the, the and, end, and deadly end of the catwalk has just got a pit with spikes or something that's going to open yeah. up suddenly or something. Or like the electric, the electrics are wired faulty. It's yeah. going to electrocute her because that's ironic. Yeah, because he's the exactly. He's the God of You've got it. Oh, he's, he's, he's actually good at this. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I guess who saves the day is that that. Oh, that other woman who's going to end up with the job and who now is the yeah. comedy sidekick who works on the magazine, right? Yeah. Either Alicia Silverstone or Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Oh, that's a point. Who's going to play Jupiter in his normal form? Oh. Oh. Uh. Robin Williams. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Because I not? was thinking, like, it needs to be someone who, when at the end 
it, they return to being that. We're not unhappy to see them return yeah. to being well, that. And who can play honest, who I'm, can play Cowed and Sincere as well as playing the sort of like the brash version at the start. Well, why, yeah. why do we need that? Why why don't we have a situation where we show early on in the movie that gods can take any form, mm. and oh. when he goes back up to being Jupiter, he liked it's it. just Sandra Bullock. He liked it, so now yeah. he's Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, See, like the, he's gonna be he's gonna be the girl boss of um, So in that case So then when he's Jupiter, we now need to cast someone who is uh, at the start, who is too expensive to bring back at the end, but we've got a, a reason. Bill uh, Murray. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bill, You're Bill thinking Murray. too small. I'm thinking a Brando. I'm thinking a oh jeez, someone like that. Someone who like there's your. We can't afford them in the first place. For one scene, we can. That's the thing. I'm keeping a record here, Dave. How are you? Oh, sorry. Have you seen, have you seen the bills we've oh, got? Oh, sorry. Oh no, I wasn't looking. There's uh. time travel involved in, in in the production of this one. Okay then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Foresight. But look, if we've got. If we've got time travel, we can figure the contract out somehow. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how much we have to spend for even mentioning Brando's name <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> on <a full> production? <laughs> yeah, like man's rights. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. We get some like ultra legend. Yeah, you know what actor. I mean. Because they're because oh, yeah, yeah. a they've got to be convincingly a god. Or like Heston yeah. or someone like that. They've got to be convincingly mm, yeah. the the main god at the start, and then never yeah. be seen again. So it's someone yeah. where they're just they. You can sell the film on their presence, but you don't yeah. have. What to... about Dick Van Dyke? Hey, uh. he might be up for it actually. Yeah, yeah. Do, does, he... does a big I... dance at the start. Yeah. I don't know that he would agree to doing this when the only bit that he's in is him being awful and a sex pest. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Alan Rickman. Maybe I was Alan about Rickman. to say Alan Rickman. Rickman's yeah. not bad, but yeah, he's, that could work. he's not much of a womanizer, though. Well, hang on, wait a minute. I, mean, I think you could play it. Yeah. Um, Burgess Meredith. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. That kind of old. He was old. Kind of he had gravitas. You would just sit him in a chair and have him go like, bruh, 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 and and then that's. <laughs> Was okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the shit that yeah, needs yeah. unseating. Was right? Alec Guinness like still alive? What, Burgess Meredith? No, Alec Guinness. Was Alec Guinness still oh, alive? Oh. Mm. Is he going to play, play a... I mean, nah. I guess he, he's played he's played a variety of characters, isn't he? Yeah, but this is like, post-Star Wars. He's jaded. He's looking for proper roles in proper films, and this is not a proper film. Alec Guinness died in 2000. <laughs> okay, so oh, we could okay. have him if we can yeah. talk him into it. Mm. I don't know that you would be no. able to talk him into something like this, into something <laughs> sort of. I only say genre, Burgess yeah. Meredith based on the fact that he did do Santa Claus the movie, so you can get him for silly films. <laughs> Why not just Anthony Hopkins? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was still quite young back then. Yeah, but not, yeah, but, but not he was young. Scary young. in yeah. like you everyone know, thought of him as scary. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's, that's a good compromise. Posing. I think that's the guy. I think he would I do it. I love how with. We're playing. We're making this film after Science of the Lambs, and we are casting Anthony Hopkins as a serial womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gone straight out of doing Hannibal. I think that's exactly yeah. what they would do. And yeah. it works. Yeah, there okay. we go. So we've got are our we, we've got are, our are pre Santa Bullock Zeus. Are we missing any parts of this now? I don't think so. I think no? like uh, the, the last moment when. 
Pluto is defeated. I don't quite. Oh yeah, how's that? Oh, oh, um, Sandra Bullock just kicks him off the top of the skyscraper and he goes, ah! Yeah. Yeah. Wait, then, why are they on top of a skyscraper? What because, happened? Well, because it's, York, this is it's the thing, New it's New set York, in right? the city. You've got to be up on the tops yeah. of the buildings. Also, what we're missing is the uh, mid-film kind of um, chaotic action sequence featuring physical objects that exist in the real world. So, like, you know, sitting on a piano that's going down a hill or something. That There's got to be something <laughs> yeah, silly yeah, yeah. For, the, for the, like... <laughs> You know, at the beginning of the film, oh, when that, Sandra Bullock are, first clicked her way onto the screen, and the music was like, "Oh, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip it, dip." Yeah, that yeah, has to play we, again during a comedy action sequence at some are, point. We are yeah. completely glossing over the the section of the film where Sandra Bullock is a fish out of water, struggling to walk in high heels. Oh yeah. Um, oh just yeah. Like, just there's, there's all that that like I am the, a, I am a lord and it's like oh no can you make the coffee or whatever it is you know so all of the Thor stuff basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the girl from the magazine uh, figures out that she doesn't know how to do makeup and so we get a scene where she teaches her how to do it mm-hmm. uh huh uh huh that that's good um, yeah. Cassandra the... Bullock comes in one day and it's just like yeah. slathered all the over first her day, face. The first day that she's you know created to go and start the job, she's all she's got her hair and makeup done. She's all sorted out because she's made that way. But the second yeah. day, he has to do it himself. He has to figure out how to work her makeup and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She has to be explained to her, to Jupiter, yeah. that like, you know, women don't just wake up looking yes! like that. You know, you got, you gotta do it, you gotta do the work if you wanna look like and people have to, are expected to look like that because of male expectations. Yeah, but why, but why should I look like that then? I'm like, yeah. So, so yeah. he doesn't turn up with it smeared on, he just turns up without it and she's like, oh, come with me and pulls, it, pulls her aside mm. because there's a big meeting and the men are in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be she teaches her and then the next morning there's a comedy beat where it's like, "Hey, I remembered all the things you taught me. Look." Yeah. And, and then it cuts to her and it's all slathered on yes, and Yes, and that's when there's a uh, record scratch noise and all yeah, of that. Because exactly. because during the makeup scene there would be not 9 to 5 because that's already in a film, but a song like that. <laughs> will be yes. playing during the makeup scene and that plays again and then scratches or like material girl yeah there you are like there you go <laughs> um and in terms of like the the actual outcome for for pluto for long, long yeah john, john lithgow long jithgo long john jithgo for long john jithgo um for for john lithgow i think um we probably have like there is a physical manifestation of the way to and from godhood, right? <laughs> okay. And it's and it's like some like, big, like an escalator or something, or like a trophy yeah. or a jewel yeah. or a place oh. that you can get to or or something, right? Right. And the I think that at like Central Park. Well, that's too public, though, <laughs> right? Because yeah. of course yeah. you'd have to anyone can get there and then fall into the fountain at Central Park <laughs> and then you're a god now. Um, like, <laughs> I think finding Shh. out where it is is essentially the reward for success. Somehow, the cast of like... friends are all gods. Shh. <laughs> Wait, hang on. It's the reward for whose success? For for Jupiter's success, right? Like oh, so he needs it to go back home. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. And in the meantime, you know, like the uh... and I don't. Actually, yeah, it doesn't quite work for the for the way we've like panned out the last sort of ten minutes of the movie. Um, like the, the, the higher ward, the, the Met Gala. 
I don't know. I don't know what the Met Gala is. Yeah, I was thinking about a trophy, and I was like, they don't, they yeah. don't hand out trophies at fashion shows. <laughs> no, yeah, not yeah. really, no. No. Well, let's just write one. The Met Gala Award. Yeah, they do in yeah. this. That's the thing. It's... You can absolutely just make yeah, up Yeah, but why awards. doesn't the person maybe it's, who's handing Maybe it's a tiara award. or something. Yeah, but why yeah, doesn't yeah. the person handing out the award turn into Pluto by mistake <laughs> and go back? I, maybe, maybe. okay, so here's the thing, right? The gods aren't allowed to look down and see specifically yes. what Sandra Bullock is doing, but they can if they get big enough in the media, right? If uh, They can still watch the world generally. So if oh, they I find see. out, yeah, okay, you yeah. know, like, so they find out, and so they become the the judges at the end of the, at the, end yeah. of the right. show. And they, yeah, they yeah. give a wink, you know, here is giving a wink and, and being like, yep. oh, this ti- tiara, and this tiara is clearly mm-hmm. the jewel that will tend you back to God. And of course, John Lithgow wants that. Also wants to kill. Um, and the way that we know that the jewel is the special thing is that there's a. It cuts to a close up of it, and an obviously hand drawn animation of a gleam comes off it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we definitely we definitely set that up in the bit where where they're describing what they've done to where Apollo's describing what they've done to to Jupiter. Yeah. Um, I I really love the idea of the end of the, the way we resolve. The Pluto thing is is Sandra Bullock kicks him off this skyscraper, <laughs> thus killing the god of death, oh. ending death, and like it's it's not even brought up like the whole <laughs> film. Again, that's a real common thing for films of that era that deal with yeah. any kind of like mythology of this kind. The idea that oh yeah, you can just defeat the god of death and yeah. It's fine because any consequence of that will happen after the film's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we the, don't need to think what they are. <laughs> the film concludes, and we'll just leave it to the audience to figure out that no one else dies. <laughs> oh, oh! Can that, we have universe? Can we have an opening credits sequence where it's like a cartoon version of gods turning into women and doing women things? Yeah. And it's like little, little comedy the, sketches of what women do. The opening titles is yes. that. It yeah. looks like the opening titles to Catch Me If You Can, but like they're just turning into women and doing women things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> I am so glad we are not pitching this film for like now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The problem is, Jahan, we are. Um, um, we, <laughs> we are, but aren't. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we've given ourselves. To anyone listening who wasn't there, we're not making these misogynistic suggestions. We're doing jokes about 80s films that were like yes. this, okay? We are doing <laughs> our best to create a completely <laughs> authentic film of that era. For those who We aren't out saying we think this is a this good pitch. idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably most of you at this point. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you know, that's, this that's is exactly what g- we're, we're attempting. Going through this process mm. has made me a bit angry <laughs> about, <laughs> about how easy this is. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I say, if this, if we, if we wrote genuinely, if we wrote this script and we submitted it to the right studio in 1992. Mm. Yeah, this would get made. Yeah. I think we'd get yeah. some notes because it would be like, I don't know why these two women have to talk all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, we'd get notes to make it less feminist than that. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, you're right. It would. Yeah, I think it, there would be a, a reasonable <laughs> shout that it would get made. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a bit depressing. It is. It, it does make you a bit upset, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. The tiles roll. Wannabe by Spice Girls plays. That doesn't exist <laughs> yet. That's 1996. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's too late. That's Precisely. too late. We'll just grab it. We'll take it back, we in, go time. back in time. Right. Yeah. We grab we've, it. Because we've, because we've cribbed from the notes of the 80s to make an 80s movie, we may as well crib from the 90s. I to forgot make we're an, going yeah, yeah. back in time and aren't we, yeah. we born get then. In our time machine, we yeah. zip past the late 90s and grab the now that's what I call 90s uh, yeah. album and just like... Right, we're taking that with yeah. us. Yeah, we don't even Pop pick up on. a copy of Spice or anything. No, we take now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, ninety six. So, and then we just leave that there, and and just mess with the flow of time completely. Uh, I feel, look. If we're doing that, I'm voting that we take back. Man, I feel like a woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, no. Better, better call. Yeah. Yeah. And hundred percent, that's on the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? Yes. The nineties is coming back. Maybe we could make this film now. Do you yeah. know what? Do you Maybe. know what, Jahan? Not only is it on the trailer, but the trailer is the first time anyone's heard that piece of music. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're gonna make Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's already twained. I've seen her do it. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, Jupiter, I hardly know her. There you go. There we go. Hey. A worryingly convincing <laughs> film. <laughs> Three stars empire. Yeah. <laughs> and we put that on the poster with three stars. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Riley for the title, uh, Jupiter, I Hardly Know Her. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, but, that turns uh, out to be quite a good name for the film we came up with. Yeah, which it is, is not always the case. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed it. And if you have, uh, please consider watching um, some you know, 80s films. Out other- Yes. <laughs> 80s films or just listening to the to the other episodes of the podcast we've done for like six years um but if you want to uh know the true driving force behind this worryingly accurate situation then <laughs> um then uh you would like to uh probably you would probably like serious business uh, you'll you'll notice by the way listeners um that this podcast is longer than usual um uh, it's we it's always it's i think we can just make the rule that it's always gonna be if the, yep. if the business folks are on um yep. <laughs> so and and so if you're comfortable uh, listening to a slightly longer piece of media then also Disney's will be for you uh you guys would you like to uh describe what your stuff is where you can find you yeah. You can find Serious Disney at seriousdisney.wigglehee.com or on things like iTunes and that. Yes. Um, and it's our Disney or on, podcast. Or on Twitter at, at Serious Disney. That's right. Now, I usually explain what it is, but Jahan, you can do it this time because you're here. What, the podcast? Yeah, what Serious Disney is. Oh, well, that's, a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very existential question, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's our podcast where we talk about um, various Disney-related properties projects movies etc etc the main focus of what we've done has been the live action move the live action remakes that they've been doing of disney movies we are the guys who go and watch those and attempt to analyze them seriously um giving them you know the artistic 
time and duty and respect that often they don't deserve but you know <laughs> on top of that we also review many other disney films like you know we review we've reviewed the the newest disney movies as they've come out and we just talk about all things disney related we usually talk about them at some length which <laughs> explains why this podcast has come out longer than maybe you're used to as a if listener you, if you listeners if you think this was a long podcast just wait, just you wait. but they're just good you though but they're good button. though that's the thing yeah yes. just you hit that subscribe button and you're in for a treat but thank you very much for having me back i mean yeah yeah like I know you've got Dave on this all the time, so it's not worth speaking for him in this. But I have very much enjoyed my two guest spots on the air, and, you know... Oh, we'll hope to have you back. I mean, like, as I said, it, you can just, going forward, you can just assume <laughs> that, that in these in these instances, it's going to be a long one. In that is an implicit uh, suggestion that we should do this again. Thank you both for coming on again. Thank, Thank you. And uh, if you want to help the podcast out, that, that is a live pitch podcast uh, then you can always um, tell your friends about it uh, additionally go over to patreon.com forward slash live pitch podcast where you can um, basically give us a little tiny bit of money each month in order to uh, keep the podcast going and kind of help fund our various escapades as it is the best thing about that of course is that you get your name read out every week but you also can um, back us at the five dollar tier which will give you a bonus pitch an extra pitch every single week which is quite a lot of content so um head over there if you're interested in that or just head over there generally because you get you, there's, there's some stuff up there that's available free and you can just you know you can just check the check the place out so uh, with that done, it is time for me to engage in the long story, um, the long, ongoing, and definitely cohesive narrative, it's, which is... It's like our own little pantheon. Uh, yeah. It is. It's the pantheon of Lives of Pitch podcast. That is... Brandon Spanky Mills. <laughs> Ross Originals helping 400 young adult dragons with college applications. Jahan, 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 he's reading out the names of the Patreon supporters. Yes, I, I understand <laughs> okay, right, that. Right. They're just strange <laughs> If you hadn't names. understood that, this would be deranged. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed Bisk, it seems that we're able to follow the team's actions in the past through what the boffins are calling podcast echoes. Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen T. Thomas. I love orcs. Psych! They suck. Orcs can bite my shiny metal butt. Eldar Death Squad! Fingers to hand. Trime Prime Strime. The Timulator seems to have sent the name jumbling haywire. Everything's turning into time. James Delaney. Brames D. Time Kayam. The Tusk Hip Boom? Why don't we just leave it alone? Brent Black. Honestly, the discography of just a ghostly voice saying 400 over and over again is, is a bop. Things are getting bad. Almost all things have pulled. We might have to call on somebody else. <laughs> Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. <laughs> Stay down, Pentavis Jr. Episode 400 isn't ready yet. Tom, just briefly, I know it's an odd time to say this and I mean it. I'm not reading it. I, Matt Turner, have never eaten a... Mi pantis. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. <laughs> We almost have a complete Bisque Avengers team, but assembling it took so many weeks that we've forgotten our mission statement. Alex NSFW. Bit of a good news, bad news situation. Harvesting Carl's bone marrow didn't help us solve enchambulation, but it is lovely on a thick slice of brie. 
I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. By feel it, you've done it, Davey. We've logged on to the podcast mainframe. Now we can send warnings to the pre-400 era. <laughs> Matt complained that this was getting co- incoherent. I don't know what he could possibly mean. Matt, I got us on SoundCloud, but th- at this point in time, Spotify hasn't become mainstream as a platform for podcasts. I do have a pretty good feeling about iTunes, though. <laughs> Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Something, something, time, bisque, Eldar, murder, troop. And Tom, SoundCloud is never going to last. Get us on iTunes immediately. That platform is as immortal as Steve Jobs, who is currently alive in this time stream. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, oh, thank you. It's become increasingly <laughs> clear over that that I should have said that uh, serious businesses avail on Apple Podcasts, but I said <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> uh, oh, every wow. time you read those out, the things that always make me laugh are the ones that are just normal names. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the middle of that. Yeah. I'd be sad if there weren't some of those in the middle. Oh. Yeah. Good old Jeremy Elkayam just sitting on his yeah. island waving. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there's also, there's also one name in there that's, a, that's an amalgamation of other people's names. We've got Brames D-Time Kayam. <laughs> and the thing is, Jeremy is quite a calm person. I can see him sitting in a little, in yeah. a little you know, little deck chair. Flying around in the Wizard of Oz tornado, just sort of <laughs> waving pleasantly. <laughs> so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. Just ma- try to make us laugh. <laughs> so uh, this week, it also goes to Riley. Oh, they've got the, the, uh, the twofer. They, they can put that on their imaginary award shelf. They've given us Argo and the Jasonauts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Well, uh, until next time, uh, I have been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Dave Bulmer. And I've been Jahan Ranasing. And Knuckles. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and Peggy. And of course, yeah. remember who pitched it. <laughs> that sounded so defeated. Apparently I'm doing the whole song do 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 do